everyone, and welcome back to Dinner at Yiffenies with Take'em Iron Oath. Tonight, I'll be reading Insomno Woes by Arctisk. If you would also like to read this story for yourself, you can find it at sofurry.com slash view slash 1718541. Before we get started, I would like to read the tags that are currently on this piece on SoFurry. Doberman, Canine, Servine, Deer, Age Difference, Not, Rough, Rough Sex, Semi-Non-Consent, and Twink. A short excerpt from Arctis. It's short, it's sweet, in its own special way. It may or may not be up to the standard expected of me and the featured characters, all of whom are at or above the age of consent. Mason stared up at the gentle rotating fan above his head, sleep having eluded him for the better part of an hour. The middle-aged Doberman had tossed around several ideas for how to best tire himself out, but for once he found he didn't have the energy to just get up and try any of them. The gym in his garage seemed to be too much hassle and was more likely to keep him awake for the rest of the night as opposed to speeding him to sleep. A jog would take time and he didn't want to risk waking his son or his guest by returning home a panting mess at two in the morning. Mason's ear twitched. That friend of his son's an effeminate little deer, a friend his son had picked up almost as soon as they had moved to this new city, and hadn't spoken two words about since. Mason could certainly understand why, though. His son knew he had no issues with him bringing home a boy as opposed to a girl, but his son also knew his father would get... Well, Mason could push boundaries. He often broke them. The Doberman's thick shaft was already stirring, teased to life by the glances the canine had stolen through the day as the two high school seniors went about what any two teenagers would do on a holiday weekend. Much to Mason's surprise, that involved quite a bit of homework the moment they had arrived at the house. Ben had been somewhat of a hassle to get to focus down his homework sooner rather than procrastinate on it until later but that twink of a deer apparently had a good handle on him. The two studied and completed everything that was due for the following week within two hours, and the senior Doberman had to admit that he was impressed. Of course, it offered good opportunities to gawk at the two as they lay on their stomachs on the living room floor. Ben wore his customary soccer shorts, Silky fabric that settled over his firm rump in a way that never failed to get Mason worked up. The deer, though, Nicholas, if he remembered correctly, was slightly more expressive in how he dressed. Black faux denim shorts covered him down to just above the mid-thigh and accentuated every curve of his plush backside. His slim torso was covered, if covered was the appropriate word with a simple black crop top that left his slender arms and bottom, half of his little stomach exposed. The loose fabric really only covered his chest and the middle of his back 
and the neck and arm holes were stretched to leave his collarbones and sides open to the air. Summer was in full swing, and most were happy to use the heat as a reason to dress down as much as decency would allow. Mason had had to bite back the urge to just mount the young man right then and there when the two had walked in. Now, as his shaft throbbed further to life and slid up along his stomach, he couldn't help but let his mind imagine doing just that. He imagined the servine up against the wall, the Doberman's hands sliding up the lad's sides until he could wrap one around the lovely slender neck of his. The Doberman shifted up in his bed, resting his back against the headboard before reaching over to the top drawer of his nightstand. From it, he pulled out two small bottles, one full of simple lube, while the other was full of a small concoction of chemicals lovingly referred to as poppers. A dollop of lube helped his hand glide over the sensitive flesh of his engorged shaft. A shake of the poppers and a pop of the cap followed by a quick wipe with a small section of his blanket, and Mason was inhaling deeply through each nostril. He held his breath while he set the bottle down and returned the cap, sealing it shut before letting himself exhale. His blood fired up. A warm surge ran through his entire body as the drugs loosened his muscles and his cock throbbed in sympathetic need. Mason's eyes screwed shut as he pumped his shaft in a steady beat, in no particular rush to get things done and over with. He was enjoying the fantasy in his mind far too much to want to let it go too soon. Another moment from earlier in the day flashed through Mason's mind, the dog growling lightly as it demanded his attention. The two youths were loudly exclaiming their relief at having finished their homework, had then immediately disappeared to Ben's bedroom to change so they could go swimming in the backyard pool. Mason had been keen to see what attire the young buck would opt for, given the rest of his attire and his apparent comfort in being so revealing, but the two had spent a suspicious amount of time behind a closed door. The older Doberman thought it best not to pry, especially since he had a good idea of what they had been up to, so he busied himself with whatever he had been doing and played ignorant though when the two had finally exited his son's room and made for the pool, Mason had been sure the fur around the deer's muzzle had been matted down by something that wasn't simply from a sloppy makeout session. Bet a twink like that wants to be soaked and cum. The Doberman let out another growl, his hips grinding upwards under the thin sheet that covered him. The fabric was already damp, so he threw it aside to let his twitching length bob freely just above his toned stomach. The curve-hugging spandex of the deer speedo was a sight to behold as he walked past, giving the senior canine a friendly smile and wave as the two made their way out onto the deck towards the pool. A direct peek at the bulge both lads were sporting, followed by the way their wet swimsuits clung to their forms was too much for Mason at the time, he opted to go retrieve a takeout dinner from a restaurant to get his mind off of things, but it was only a temporary reprieve. Once he had returned home, the two teens had finished in the pool and were sunbathing on the towels beside it. How his son could resist mounting that twink at every possible moment, Mason didn't know. 
He half expected to return to see the younger Doberman not deep in the deer, or at least to hear him going at it elsewhere inside the house. Images of watching his son fool around with the deer floated around in Mason's mind, driving him to slide his hand along his shaft faster and faster. I wonder how flexible he is, came an unbidden thought. Would Ben want to share? Came another, this one accompanied by a fresh glob of pre-cum dripping onto the canine's stomach. It all came crashing to a halt when the creak of a door reached Mason's ears. He froze in place, initially considering the threat of an intruder, but he was quick to shrug that off. It was two in the morning, and he had two high school seniors sleeping across the hall. It was more than likely that one of them was just up to use the bathroom down the hall at the top of the stairs, or to get a drink from the kitchen on the main floor beyond. But which one was... Mason was standing upright in moments as the timid sounds of hooves on hardwood proceeded down the hallway. The adult strained his ears, listening to the somewhat unsteady sound of the deer tapping down to the end of the hall and then down the stairs. If ever there was an opening. Mason quietly pulled open his door, stepping out into the dark hallway just in time to hear the clopping switch from hardwood to tile. The boy was in the kitchen now, but had opted to leave the lights off in an effort to save himself from the disorientation of having to adjust to the light. The older Doberman was quite happy with that. A cupboard opened, and the faucet flashed on, just as Mason rounded the corner into the kitchen, his claws tapping lightly on the hard surface below him. Even in the low light, the deer's ears were large enough to see swing backwards to catch him. Jeez, Ben! He gulped a mouthful of water, but didn't turn around. Don't tell me you're wanting another round. I have to hydrate. Nathaniel's fur was dark brown over his back, with some lighter shaded spots here and there, likely to disappear given another year or two of growth. His long slender legs were colored similarly in a soft light brown, the darker fur over the fronts of his thighs just visible along the edges of his legs. Mason's eyes, though, were locked squarely on the light brown backside of the high school senior. Its light color framed perfectly by the straps of a black jock, topped by the servine's upturned, becoming tail. Four steps was all the Doberman needed to close the distance and drop to his knees behind Nathaniel, who was still enjoying his water. His large hands moved to the youth's hips, each one shifting up and down, squeezing and exploring the nubile body before him. The Servine didn't seem to mind in the least, happy to sip his water while his apparent boyfriend groped him from behind. Mason gripped each plush cheek and separated them, licking his chops before driving his muzzle between them to start lapping at his tail hole. That got a reaction. B -b ben the effeminate deer set down his glass quickly, bracing himself against the counter with both hands. Th I thought you didn't like eating out. So, he wasn't taking full advantage. Mason thought as he found the snug entrance and pushed his tongue past it. Guess I'll have to make up for that. The Doberman's ears flicked as he drew another gasp from Nathaniel, 
continuing to squeeze his cheeks while drilling into his ass with his expert tongue. Unsurprisingly, Mason could taste his son. The younger Doberman had been having his fun and had left his mark deep in the deer's backside, but that just made Mason harder. He would take his son's boy toy. He would breed this little twink harder than anyone had before, and he would make sure his mark would last. He'd teach his son how to do the same, to do it properly. But until then, the older canine would take a down payment in the form of the deer moaning before him. Eventually, Mason's knees began to ache from resting on the cold tile of the kitchen floor, and the deer felt loose enough already from his earlier sessions with Ben anyways. With a grunt, the older Doberman pushed himself to his feet, keeping one hand on Nathaniel's hip to keep him in place. This was going to be quick, and it was going to be rough, but by the time the deer knew that, he'd be begging for more anyways. Mason stepped forward, pressing himself fully against Nathaniel's back, slipping his cock up between the deer's perched cheeks. He moved his hands forward, gripping the teen's wrist and pinning them down to the countertop, while he adjusted his hips to line the pointed tip of his canine shaft up with the freshly lubed hole of the smaller male. But, but Ben... Nathaniel looked to his left and right, just able to make out the larger shapes of the Doberman's arms compared to those of his boyfriend. The body behind him was much larger. His lust-addled mind didn't piece it all together until it was too late. He gasped as Ben's father began humping forward, pinpointing his entrance with the skill of a professional spreading him wider and wider once the tapered head of his shaft had popped inside. Tell me to stop. Mason's low growl filled Nathaniel's left ear, sending shivers throughout his quivering body. Nathaniel winced, gritting his teeth so hard he thought they would crack. The fattest portion of the canine's shaft felt bigger than Ben's entire knot, and he was still sore from the other times his friend had fucked him that day. His body needed the rest, it needed to recover, but it was also craving the sense of fullness that came with having a cock under his tail. Go on. Say it. The voice seemed so relaxed, so at odds with the tensing muscles pinning him against the counter and the throbbing shaft burying itself under his tail. N no The deer didn't think he could have refused, even if he hadn't been ambushed the way he had been. Good boy. The grips on Nathaniel's wrist loosened, but remained where they were to keep his hands firmly in place. Mason idly wished he had brought the buck back to his room. The large mirror on the dresser across from his bed would have made for a beautiful sight as he hunched over the smaller male, stuffing inch after throbbing inch into his backside. He could see the desperate and pained expression on the older teen's face as he finally bottomed out, his baseball-sized knot forcing him open just that slight extra bit. Several rounds of taking it under the tail with a long break afterwards would leave anyone tender to the point of discomfort, but when Mason tied with the writhing buck, and he would tie with him, it would hurt. He would cross that bridge when they came to it, though. For now, the older Doberman was only concerned with using Nathaniel like a fleshlight, sawing his hips back and forth, 
feeling his larger sack bumping and slapping up against the backs of the deer's thighs, hearing his pathetic little whimpers as he let himself be used. My boy has good taste, Mason said, switching his pace to slow, hard thrust that elicited mewling gasps from the servine. Hope he'll be fine with me sampling now and then. It wasn't that Mason particularly cared whether his son would object or not. He had caught the young servine watching enough porn of older men mounting guys his age to know that some part of it turned his crank. Perhaps he could withdraw to his room with the deer after he tied him, then when his knot deflated enough he would pull out and get Ben to clean it off. No such thoughts entered Nathaniel's mind. He was too busy trying to keep himself from crying out as he had shoved against the kitchen counter again and again by the panting canine's repeated thrust. He was sore. He was tired. His body aching even as his own sack produced enough pre-cum to soak through his jock. The deer knew this wouldn't be the last time this would happen. He knew he would think back to this first encounter for the rest of his life and immediately get worked up over it. But he also just wanted it to end as quickly as possible so he could finally rest. The two Dobermen were clearly endurance beasts, and Ben alone had been putting him through his paces more than anyone before, but now with someone bigger, rougher, and clearly less concerned about his own comfort. Eventually the battering was too much, and Nathaniel let out a high-pitched whine as his head dropped forward, no longer having the energy to keep upright. The fall was arrested by one of Mason's large hands, snapping around his muscle to clamp it shut, returning the dark kitchen to its original soundtrack of moans, groans, grunts, and the lewd wet slaps of the coupling. The knot had been Nathaniel's biggest worry, but the older Doberman had been working him over for so long at that point that he was sure it could just slip into him without incident. He was so very wrong. The deer worried that the canine's hand wouldn't be enough to stop him from screaming. As the two reached a fever pitch, Mason's large knot slammed against the sopping, aching hole of the deer. The hand around his muzzle prevented the loudest of Nathaniel's cries, but it still sounded like he could wake the neighborhood. The Doberman kept pressing, desperate to tie the youth and empty his balls of their pent-up load, but he couldn't make it any deeper. So, the canine did what anyone in his position would do. He withdrew and slammed forward again, and again, and again. Each time he bottomed out, he ground his hips roughly forward, forcing an extra millimeter, an extra centimeter, at a time into the spasming deer. Nathaniel's body was working on autopilot at this point, desperately trying to find some angle, some form of leverage to get himself away from the onslaught his ass was facing. His mind was a jumbled mess, but he could feel each tensing muscle of the older canine behind him. He could hear the desperation in the growling and panting, filling his ears as the dog forced his ass wider and wider around his knot. He could feel lube and saliva and pre-cum running down his legs, even splattering to the floor. Until finally, all he could feel was a supernova of simultaneous pain and relief 
as the mass of flesh finally popped past his ring. Mason's jaw clamped down on the deer's shoulder, his sharp teeth so close to drawing blood that a rush of fear ran through Nathaniel, even as he climaxed into his jock. The Doberman kept humping, kept grinding and growling throughout his entire orgasm, his body forcing out every last drop of cum he had into the deer below him. There had been another male in the Servine, competition, and the only way to outdo the competition here was to drown them out. Long minutes passed as the two stood there. Nathaniel was up on the very tips of his hooves, panting and whimpering as the tears finally cleared from his eyes. Mason, eyes closed, savoring the tensing and twitching of the warm body he was tied to. He drew his arms in, finally releasing Nathaniel's muzzle, and squeezed the boy tightly, keeping his ass firmly pressed into his now-soaked crotch. He offered the clearly overwhelmed Servine a few sympathetic licks over his shoulder, where his teeth had left wet grooves in his plush fur, but inwardly, he was still chuckling. The deer would be hooked now, eager to give himself the older Doberman any time he asked for it, and even when he didn't feel like asking. I'll bring you back to Ben's room after I pull out. He pressed his muzzle into Nathaniel's ear, panting out the words more than speaking them. I won't bother you tomorrow so you can recover. But I know Ben can put out a lot. That'll be your problem. Nathaniel just whimpered, his head hung low. Before this weekend is over, though, Mason licked the servine's twitching ear. You'll have to deal with us both. And that completes the reading of Insomno Woes by Arctisk. Bear with me as I continue to improve my editing skills and whatnot. I've been doing this as an amateur voice actor for quite a while. And I'm just finally jumping into it on my own. So here we go. But yeah, follow along. Hopefully I'll have the next episode posted before the end of the weekend. And at least once a week, there will be a new story. In the meantime, good night and farewell.